0: Please welcome to the all show. All right, what do we got here?
1: Some people from all over are coming to see here. Running with the wolf, back son of you're gonna keep up the
2: hustle to the song. Hey folks, welcome to the show that punches you in the face with information, but in a good way. My name is Mark Ottobre and in today's show, I'm joined by Adrian Ferranda and Reece Adams. And today we are gonna be talking about dad bod 2.0, how gym junkies stay in shape while life gets in the way. And gentlemen, if you mind for a moment, we're just gonna uh, share experience that I had recently on, on this topic. Uh, I was on Facebook recently and I put on Facebook, um, men don't have babies. Right. Pretty accurate. P- pretty accurate, right? Men, <laughs> men don't have babies. I, I, got, I got slammed on Facebook for, for men not having babies. And, and how dare you? Okay, maybe I didn't put it to that exact words, but basically, my point of the post was uh, you know, if your excuse is you're not going to the gym because you, you just had a baby and you're a man, right, you. it, it's kind of like, well, dude, you, you don't have a baby. And yeah. I, it's a bit of tongue in cheek because obviously, you know, as a father, you're going to look after the child as well and you yep. share responsibility. Um, and I completely get that. And obviously, you know, kids uh, uh, we're, we're dads. Uh, this, Maybe not his, so much. His, Maybe unknown. <laughs> 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 uh, the Bachelor here. What well, you're on, like season 227 of The Bachelor. Uh, um, but but point being, obviously dads have a huge role to play in um, in child's development, undoubtedly. Uh, and obviously, when you, you have say a child, undoubtedly. <laughs> that's a good pun undoubtedly <laughs> um, unda- undoubtedly you know men men have a huge role to play in child's development and staying in shape and going to the gym is also something very important and I think it's something that uh, a lot of men out there struggle so we thought we would make this show uh, two dads and a bachelor uh giving you our tips of how we've made physical culture work for us even though you know life has its things that get in the way mm-hmm. and make it very very hard to do the things and uh, all those challenges so uh Adrian, how have you found being
1: dad 2.0? Well, it's just I think I've become probably more time efficient since being a dad because I think every hour, every minute counts. Um, So like I essentially live by my calendar. So every spare moment it's like what am I doing in this hour? It's like, you know, I've got this day with family. I've got this time with family. Then I've got, okay, this time in the gym. I've got that time to go to the gym. I've got this time to cook and prepare. You were in so the military though. So it must be easy for you though. Uh, not, well, I mean, that's a, oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not the fact that I was in the military and that makes it easy for me. I guess that's maybe habits I've picked up from that. Um, so but, basically, but but it's saying not easy normal. for anyone. Correct. Yeah. But, but you make it, it's just a habitual way of life. Though, it right? does, it becomes easier. I would say when it becomes more habits, um, but it's not easy for anyone. No, you got to be yeah, exactly to be right. On, you've got to be on it's, point. Um, yeah, and it's. I think uh, yeah,
2: that reminds me. But what, what uh, shits me to tears is the when, when you get guys and they're like, "Oh, I just had a kid." Uh, so he has training. I just got a kid. I'm not training. Okay, cool. I, did. Yeah. I just had a kid. It's awesome. Congratulations. But you still got to go to work. You still got to do all those other things, don't you? Like um, maybe you've got some time off. But just to say, oh, well, I'm not doing anything because I just had a kid. It it seems to me a little bit like reactive and you can still do things. Like this is the reason I'm not doing it. I mean, uh, to be perfectly honest, I think you probably found the same thing. Reese. you probably haven't had this experience so much. But, you know, when babies are born, they usually just want mum. Yeah. At least least that's been my experience because last time I checked, I don't have tits. No. You're looking a little bit- They're getting fuller. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you, just, well, you, were, you were training for like an hour before the show to get that pump <laughs> exactly on. Exactly right. Uh, I gotta <laughs> say you are looking pretty yeah. pretty smic, you know? No, no, right. yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, I think, you know, that ages of zero to one, I know for my two boys, zero to one, mm. uh, Dad's role, you know, now my mm. oldest being, you know, five, uh, since three years old, I found like the scale of time has been it was all mum, but then when he turned three, now it's all dad and yeah. it's all in three, four, five. And now as he gets older, it's more and more dad. And when it started, um, when he was first born, you know, the thought of dad putting him to bed. Was like, no, it's not going to happen. Mm. It's, it's Yeah, 100%. I get sent out of the room. Yeah. Oh, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> what, what? I want mummy. Uh, oh, yes. Now it's who do you want to put you to bed? Mm. It's all daddy. And I think, um, you know, as that evolves. So, my point being to this point is uh, there is there is time just because mm. you've had a kid, uh, you don't know, just sit around.
1: Uh, I don't know about Reese. What, what have you found in, in this?
2: What
0: have I found? <laughs> I was just going to ask Adrian if it's the same for
1: him because. I'd like to get Adrian's take on this. 100% when, um, you know, I think in anticipation I kind of um, like because training for me is a very high priority and I think that's, you know, when you're making it a high priority, then you will make time for it. So I knew when uh, my son was born that I was just like, okay, I'm going to see how sleep goes. I'm going to definitely train three times a week. I'm going to do this on those three days a week. What were you training though previously? Um, uh, before that, what did I do before that? Uh, Life before kids. Was that a strongman nah, back really. then? <laughs> <laughs> not really. Everything's just black up until that point now. You did, just you like, did, strongman. Oh, you did strongman stuff though, didn't you? Yeah, was I think it strongman strength based. From yeah. memory, I was, I was yeah, roughly doing was stuff that. What like was that after? No, no, that was definitely before. It was definitely before. Yeah, I think a lot of strongman stuff hey, at the time. What do, you, what do you got there? I got some Alpha GPC. Yeah. This... um. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I feel. I feel. If I might just put this to the camera for a second, I feel like this. Um, this episode is brought to us by our unofficial sponsors, who aren't actually <laughs> sponsoring us. Designs for Health. Thank you, but not actually our sponsors. This is Alpha GPC. We've uh, <laughs> Alpha GPC ourselves. About what? Three droplets before the
1: show. I had three droplets.
2: What does Alpha GPC do?
1: Um, gets me wired. Gets my brain all tingling.
2: <laughs> Ready to fire. Do you have a scientific answer to that? No. No, No, you're out. But basically, yeah, it's it's a choline donator. Correct. Uh, A colon donator.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what it is. I've been taking this rectally, so (laughs) I've
0: assumed that's the right way. Is that why it's got a long spout on it? (laughs) I (laughs) don't.
2: This conversation is... And dads, that's why you should tune in to us <laughs> for all your call and needs. No, uh, no. so um, getting back on this track, tell me about your, I suppose, origin stories of how you got into training.
1: Um, I'm gonna put it to mainly pop culture, oh, yeah? <laughs> my pop culture. Um, I credit to me joining the military as Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. Right. Um, Great movie. If you haven't seen it, probably stop this podcast. Go watch that. Um, <laughs> Don't actually stop this podcast. <laughs> How old
0: were you when you joined the military? Um,
1: I enlisted into the reserves when I was seventeen, so I had to get my parents to sign off on that and everything. Oh so, wow. Yeah, so you didn't wait around. till the end of school or anything? No, like it was that? like yeah, I signed enlisted like well, as year twelve was coming to an end. I um, used reserves as a kind of like a little <laughs> foot in the door to because it's a, usually a four year contract when you sign up, and I was like, if I go four years and fucking hate, this is going to be a nightmare. Um, liked it and then went full-time after that. So how long were you in the military for? 10 year total. 10 years, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And you went all around like Afghanistan and things like this? Yeah, most places. <laughs> went to East Timor in Afghanistan to uh, deployment there, uh, East Timor when I was roughly around 21, 2008, yeah. yeah. What was training like in the, in the military? Yeah, it was good fun. Um, it was, um, I think uh, getting out now and becoming a personal trainer. There's a, I always kind of reference back and I was like, oh, I Reckon I should have done it this way. There's where I could have improved here. Um, what do you mean? Probably around, definitely around nutrition wise. Um, no, no, but what do you mean I should have
2: done it this way?
1: Oh, just like in terms of how I structured my training, what I was doing. Oh, when um, you were in the, in the when military. When I was in the military. Right. Um, from what I know now. Um, probably oh, knowing, yes. yeah, yes. It, especially probably around nutrition. Um, so, yeah, for an infantry soldier, usually the um, the macronutrients were like, nicotine, caffeine, and hate um <laughs> So that, that was really all we um, fed ourselves on. So now knowing it's actually protein, fats, and carbohydrates would have made a big difference. It's pretty
0: good, yeah. <laughs> Reese, you how would train? i get into the you know, brother the now? You don't know how my brother got into the yeah, No, no, no. How did you
2: get into training? What was your origin story?
0: So for me, a friend had some weights in his backyard, and uh, we started doing it. And I happened to be stronger than him, so you know when you. are when you do well at something, you tend to want to do more of it. Mm. And um, yeah, it just started from there. And then, yeah, just being like wrestling with friends and being able to be the stronger one. It's so like how do I, you You're know- You were the get... skinny
2: kid when you started out. Yeah,
0: so I guess that obviously, so being the skinny kid, but strong, mm. and then
2: and then trying <laughs> you, to put some you, muscle on. You, you would say you had like a physique, like, a, what do you, whippet, a whippet, a whippet. That's why you have such a strong affinity to whippets because when you started before you had the transformation of the physical stuff. <laughs> I specimen, have a lot of respect for whippets. You were... <laughs> <laughs> you, were, were you, you actually a like
0: a whippet <laughs> I was a very skinny kid, yeah Yeah, so basically On the topic of whippets I was kind of like a whippet When I was younger So I was 6 foot 2 And 65
2: kilos <laughs> You're taller than you are now No, I'm six, <laughs> <for two now. laughs> 6 foot hey, 2 now Hey, okay. So back when,
1: <laughs> back when I was 6 foot 2
0: So, sorry I was 6 foot I, two and I, 65 kilos? Hey, slow, slow, slow down so, so I was like 15 years old Yeah okay. And I was 6 foot 2 Yeah and I weighed sixty five kilos. Oh so God. at that height, sixty five kilos is quite light. Yeah. And then in the, the first year of training, I put on fifteen kilos. So are you
2: sure okay. you're six foot two? I'm now. I don't know because we're around the same height, and I'm not six foot two. That's I'm taller than you, mate. He's, tall. yeah. he's taller. He's taller. Yeah, he's tall. <laughs> so that, that is why though you
1: have such a strong affinity for weapons. Yeah, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> You know any whippets that got jacked after I was 15, though? Hey, if you go go on
0: Google and look Jack Jack, Whippets, it's there.
1: Okay. Is that actually a thing?
0: I don't know how real it is. You know, Photoshop's a thing these days, but there's some jacked whippets on there.
2: Right. So so I wanted to talk about and open up to this concept of physical culture. And if I consult one of these brilliant books that I might have made. Yes, this is a shameless plug for personaltrainermentoring.com. We ran a workshop for personal trainers, for your personal trainer needs, personaltrainermentoring.com. That's the place to be, Uh, thanks. But uh, what is physical culture? Well, Adrian, the mid 19th century phrase defined by the Oxford dictionary as the sum total of society's activities and attitudes connected with physical development education. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring this up was because uh, when you talk to a lot of people in training, They think about, you know, I am a bodybuilder. I am a powerlifter. I am a strong man. For me, uh, by the way, thanks for asking me my origin story. I'll tell you. Uh, My origin story started (laughs) when I saw the ultimate warrior, WWE, WWF back then, now WWE, um, the ultimate warrior ran down the ring in WrestleMania 4, shook the ropes and then picked up Hulk Hogan and the guy was absolutely shredded, jacked. He's the way you know. You had the, the, the crowd captivated. Uh, he's the way you wanted to look. So for me, looking at the Ultimate Warrior as a uh, four four-year-old, a uh, five-year-old, I'm like, yes, this is um, this is this is how you want to look. You want to look like a, a warrior. You want to be the Ultimate Warrior. Anyway. Can I we started, include a
0: photo of him when you're talking about that? Just uh, so. that
2: that's production's issues, not not mine. Okay. So um, we'll, we'll leave that up to production. Production, let's, if you're listening, put a photo. Reese's has requested. Uh, and a whippet too. If you can put a whippet in as well. Also bonus Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: in Commando <laughs> with the M60 or carrying the log. <laughs> None one. with Alyssa Milano. <laughs> Alyssa Milano? <laughs> was it in that? was Alyssa, his daughter. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Alyssa Milano like the- Yeah, she was a child. In is that she film. like a singer? No, no, she uh, was on that show, Charmed. Oh yeah, oh. that's his daughter? Yeah. No, in the movie. Oh, she I was, was she actually, <laughs> That movie's not Arnold real. <laughs> daughter, I'm was like, it was I never I was a commander.
2: <laughs> anyway, back to my original <laughs> story. Uh, anyway, so that was a big impact. I started off as the fat kid at school, called Pick Chop, picked on all that kind of stuff. Uh, my school that I actually went to East Doncaster now doesn't actually exist as a primary school because it was the first school in Victoria to have to merge. And we merged with, merged with a school called Warrandyte. Warren, no. Uh, I don't even know what's called. It's pretty mentioned. far away. No, yeah, it wasn't Warren died. It was something starting with W. Anyway, we we became Doncaster Gardens, and um, so anyway, uh, that was that. And um, I got into weights. I lost weight. I lost weight. Um, that really, really rechanged the way mentally I related to life and I related to things. And as a result, I started doing a lot better in school, um, set a goal for myself to get, you know, a merit award uh, on, on my report card, which is basically half B's half A's and you're allowed one subject you got to see. And I achieved that. And that really started to change the direction of my life. So it all started for me with uh, training. It all started as the cal- catalyst was uh, losing weight, doing something that I thought, looking at myself differently, changing my identity, And then... Essentially, that uh, instigated the intellectual change, then, then me go off and, and achieve other things. And that was really the beginning. So, I suppose the reason why, uh, then I got into bodybuilding, I, and I think some of you know I came last my first bodybuilding mm. comp and all these things. But I suppose the point that I'm getting at here is when you do get into these things, you ascribe a meaning to yourself as I am the bodybuilder. And that mm. was for me for a long time. I wore that hat of being the bodybuilder. Mm. Um, and it was a very damaging one because, you know, when you are the bodybuilder, you're in this world of, and it, the had, you know, to be truthfully honest, it never really fit, fit. it didn't fit. Um, I wasn't a, a bodybuilder. I didn't really fit into that lifestyle. I was much more than that. So introducing this concept of physical culture, really uh, the reason why I wanna bring it up, uh, you wanna bring it up is because you can have a, like, let's, let's examine the, the meaning first of all, it's the sum total of society's activities and attitudes connected with physical development education. And I think that's something that we should all strive for uh, is to have a continual physical element to mm. your life that is also interwoven with a social element and I think that's where going to the gym brings a lot of people a lot more happiness and a lot more connectivity because when you go to the gym it's not just about going to the gym you know I'm doing the workout I'm solely getting a better body you go to the gym you meet people you mm. know I met you through the gym hey I met you you know what I mean like yeah. it, it's we, we got into training and you, you establish connections friendships and often those friendships and connections last a very, very long time, so it's having this idea of physical culture in your life, and I think to the topic of what we're talking about today, which is you know, dad, point dad bod 2.0. I think really like having that is is essential, and obviously, that's something you want to pass down mm. to your kids as well. Of that idea of your body, you only get one body, your body's going to be with you for the for all of your life, you know, you're not going to get a new one. Um, and it ha- the way I think of it is it houses your physical, uh, sorry, your spiritual essence. Yeah. So if you think of your body as, as the vessel, that's housing your spiritual essence. And as the Egyptians would say, um, matter without motion is, is sorry, um, matter without, uh, spirit is meaningless and spirit without matter is motionless. So obviously they need both. And that's where, you know, the, 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 when people go to the gym, they feel a very much a connection or a spiritual, it's their uh, meditation of sorts. In, yeah, in some
1: ways. that's exactly how I would see it as well. And that's how I, um, uh, a big mindset shift change that even brought me to this place an uh, enterprise and asking you for a job here was that it was- Feel um, free to use the
2: actual name of the place, like as much as you like. It's what? just enterprise fitness. The enterprise more fitness. the more you can insert okay. the business name inside of
1: what we're doing today, okay. the their branding is is yep. yeah, top shelf. Thanks. Do you want me to go from the top then? Yeah, from the top, okay. please. Yeah, well, that's what brought me to Enterprise Fitness in the first place. It was, um, it was that, uh, that connection to the place. I remember because I started off as a Wolfpack uh, mentoree here. And um, I remember from the first seminar, I walked in and I saw everything in here. I'm like, oh, it's a small space, but you look at it and everything has its exact place where it needs to go. And it was like the most, you walk into any other gym, no way it's like laid out the way this is. Like this is bang for your buck space. Like if you had the space of, let's say a big commercial gym or a big box gym, it would be like 10 times better. It was like everything was precision measured. And you could tell that from like anyone who knows anything about training. It's like, okay, I know he's got those specialty bars there and he's laid them out that way and he's fit that bench in there. And it's just like completely maximized on space. And it's someone who does take that, that pride and appreciation in it. And it was like, it's, it's what's, um, you know it's what's kept me here. It's like the, um, you know, it's this whole thing is it's a spiritual journey into physical culture. It's like, it's not like something that, yeah I need to do that. Oh yeah, I should get in shape. It's like, well, I can't not be in shape Almost, I really feel like being in shape, or
2: at least having a practice of physical culture, essentially helps you be your best. Yeah, and and that's the thing with training. When people say, you know, I just, I just got a new job, I'm not training. It's like, well, I I just, you know, I had a kid, I'm not training. It's like, well, for me, I don't feel I can be my best if I'm not training. Yeah, you know, And, and that might be a psychological disorder. Uh, of some sort but but I feel like it's not because i'm actually giving to the well being of my 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 body my mm. physical self um and tuning that up to make sure that i can rep my spirit can ha- like house the body that i'm in can yeah. house my spirit to live its most uh, fulfilled life yeah. if that makes sense so when when life gets in the way i think that's when you really need to actually double down get up earlier schedule plan your day it forces you to be i think a better person it forces yeah. you to be more productive more yeah. efficient more effective Uh, Recently, the other hand has no idea what we're talking about. Just looking at us (laughs) blankly, like, "What's this efficiency stuff?" No, I totally
0: agree. Like, going to the gym definitely enhances every part of your life because it's that you know when you're in the set, it's like you know, do I do this extra rep or do I just you know throw the towel in? So it definitely Mm -hmm. makes you continually want to like do better in all areas of life.
1: Yeah, there's nowhere else where you're finding that. Um, that I guess that that drive and just going somewhere internal. Almost, it's like, um, you know, that, that, yeah, grinding that extra rep out and it's just like squeezing everything. And it's like, okay, just fatiguing. It's like, have I done enough? Can I do more? And then you start to question that with everything else you do. Can I do more? Can I do better? Where can I, like, where are the gaps here? Where's where are the leaks? Where can I tighten everything up? Where can I make me more efficient at doing this? So I've got one for you, Adrian.
2: Yeah. In the military, right? Yes. Uh, I would imagine that you were put through some
1: very brutal training. Oh I definitely had a few um, that stand out yeah okay yeah what's one that stands out uh, oh, there was um, there's two that come to mind one was this um, so usually there's um support courses that you do for um, so in, in the infantry that is like specialized um, as a part of the unit uh, one was just for the podcast yes yeah. for people who know nothing
2: about the military what, yeah. what is the infantry versus
1: um, oh, the infantry are the guys who um, do all the hard work and everyone else is just rubbish. Um, that's <laughs> pretty much, that's all you need to do. So they're grunts, infantry? aren't they? Yeah, the, they're, that's they're grunts. What they're we, we're just us. the gunslingers. Were well, you a paratrooper as well? Yeah, I was a paratrooper for four years. I heard, um, I, heard I met a paratrooper once did you? and he said- um, Was it me? No,
2: <laughs> 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 was it wasn't you. It's when I was teaching at the there. Yeah. Okay. And he said, um, if you meet any other paratrooper, trooper, tell them they're fucked. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. You <laughs> you know, so that was his you message, deliver so so me. it, yeah, I'm delivering it to you, you're fucked. The reason why he said you're fucked is because he said my knees are so fucked, yeah. he, his exact words and he said you know with paratroopers essentially it's the equivalent of jumping off a two-story house uh, yeah. when you land and you do that like multiple times a day and you just fuck. No, not me. multiple times,
1: I did 21 jumps overall. Right. Over a four year span. Oh, okay. So, multiple so they times. Might, they might
2: not just have liked this guy.
1: Yeah, maybe. Just like, just the test dummy regiment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely hard on the body. Um, I've definitely had some rough jumps, um, you know, either too windy um, or, you know, colliding with people under the plane because I was too lazy to kind of drive out the door. It's, it's a hard one to explain. What do you mean, it's, drive it's, out the it's door? Like, um, it's like a static line. So, essentially, yeah. you're just in lines of people and everyone's just running out of a door so it's just like you know it's like all right so you're usually meant to leave a bit of spacing but no one really trusts the air force and that they're going to put drop us on the right like lz so everyone's like okay there's only a limited bit of land here let's all just run out the door (laughs) so you're just kind of stuck behind each other and um one i had a real heavy pack and i was kind of um i was the first one out so you're meant to kind of drive out with the leg and the slipstream of the plane kind of catches you and pushes you in the right path And I just kind of fell face first out and so did the other guy on the other side and we kind of collided under the back and I just went, "Ah!" and kind of just got winded. And then after just the parachute opened, everything was fine, but I was just kind of sorry and we both kind of smiled and then landed safely. So that was fine after that one. Another one was it was too windy. So this was for um, people who were training to dispatch. So a dispatcher is just making sure everyone's getting out of the door okay so you've got a line of people. So we just needed... Us, we were called stooges, essentially just running out the door and not practicing. Just yeah. <laughs> just feel it like get them getting a tick in the box. So it's like you have to get so many people out of the <laughs> plane to get this qualification. Um, so it was like their last day of training and they needed to fit X amount in. And it was a very windy day. And I remember it was like this, um, this uh, CSM he was the guy running the course I'll and say the, him. Uh, oh, was just he just runs the course Okay. so he's just the guy in charge so they're usually like 20 year veterans in the uh, and he was just like this whole he's kind of like you know he'd smoke a pack a day and had that real raspy voice kind of like classic military um, like drill sergeant you would expect on a, on a type of like a American type mm-hmm. movie anyway there's the um, they get a call for the wind and usually it's like over 15 knots or 10 knots is too fast from memory and she's, like, the girl who was um, getting trained, she's, like, he's, like, 15. And she's, like, <laughs> and she's, like. Shaking his head. And yeah, he's so the in, that's not the knots. So, so, he's, like, that's not the amount of wind because it was too fast for us to jump. And, he, and she's, like, gives him the one just under. So, she says nine and he's, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. so we got out and I hit the ground, and my parachute was essentially just dragging me across the ground. Oh, so I kind of pulled my hip on that one, and everyone was just like, oh, like being off the ground after oh, that. Geez. So I had to, like, um, so my parachute was dragging me, so I had to unsling that, and that the kind of, yeah. So you're actually
2: uh, pretty lucky in a way to get away as unscathed as you Yeah, did from I, the I would put that
1: down to training as well. Um, I think, um, you know, I used to like doing heavy deadlifts, heavy squats. I think deadlift saved my spine a lot from a lot of pack work that I did in there. Like my back's. What were you deadlifting back then? Um, The highest I got when I was in the military was 220. Um, Yeah, and so I was just really, I was just keeping it. It was just all strength-based work mainly that I was doing. Yeah,
2: what was the experience that stood out? Was that the actual experience that stood out? Because when I was going, the where I was going with Uh, this was
1: jumps-wise. Probably no, I've got a few. No, because I was going to ask you what was yeah. the
2: most the the, 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 the painful wise and yeah, like what's training, something that's yeah. pushed your body, and I can yeah. share mine, and then we'll go to Reese. Um, but what's something that's pushed yeah, your body one, past that, like yeah, made you a hard
1: man? To um- <laughs> Punished you. Yeah, punished you. Pun- he's wearing a Punisher so, T-shirt for yeah. the audio, but what's punished you, Adrian? One was the, uh, definitely there was this um, this pack march we did and it was um, the end of this kind of, um, this heavy weapons Can you course. just explain what a pack march is? Pack march is you just have a, a <coughs> pack on your back and you just walk for stupid amounts of time. That's What's a stupid amount of time? Um, let's say this one was just 20 kilometers, but it wasn't the distance that was the issue. It was the weight. Um, so we essentially each had about 2000 rounds of ammunition. Um, that made our packs weigh about eighty kilos. Um, so, so you had a, you had a, um, a a Reese on your back. He weighs about eighty kilos,
0: closer to ninety, but okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, on top of that, you had to carry machine Kelly gun your equipment, which added you know each part of that tripods. You know tent. That's another ten kilos on that as well. Um, so and that wall sharing around. So it's a lot of weight, actually. It was a lot of weight. It, we, we did it overnight because it was hot days as well Uh so we started at night and it took us nearly 12 hours to get 20 kilometers we're walking that slow Um, so I just remember like looking at the ground and just remembering one foot in front of the other and that's like that's all I was thinking for the whole 20 kilometers Uh and it got to a point where I was just like cramping and seizing up beyond belief and like you'd get down and you'd need someone to help pick you back up And then there was guys like who, because it was dark as well, you get too close to the edge of the road and just falling over and you're having to pick them up as well. So it was just like, yeah, it was 20 kilometres of that and I was sore for a good four days after that, like walking, like saddle soreness. And then there was another course. This was probably just, this was probably harder. You used to saddle soreness, aren't you? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, saddle soreness. Riding, too much riding, really. <laughs> too much riding. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, another course was like it was pretty much a twenty-four hour um, just physical challenge. So it it started off um, us essentially just um, running away. So it was like we're getting attacked and we had to flee back to a certain point, and that was about a five-kilometer run. Um, so we were just, um, kind of, we took a pretty cruisy route, um, the guys I were with because we kind of knew it was coming. So we just kind of went and hid in the bushes for a bit and we just strolled back and took our time. Uh, cause we knew, and then after that, that started and then it was a, like a, a 24 hour, um, just torture. We essentially had to carry these, um, Zodiac boats up five kilometer beach, um, which was a very slow process. The same thing happened again, started cramping up by the end of that. Then we you needed went, some you, of, um. A- Mark Schaus's KTS Solutions Electrolytes. 100%. We
2: also stock them at Enterprise just in case. (laughs) Just email Amelia or info at enterprisefitness.com.au and we can hook you up. Anyway, if you're in the military, definitely call us. Uh, (laughs) Back to your story.
1: Yeah, and um, by by about, I don't know, probably about a good 12, 10 hours into that one, I remember kind of falling asleep while Again, doing a, a long pack march, uh, not as heavy this time, but I remember it was like I was so fatigued. Um, dream and reality were blurring. Really? And I could, um, like, things that were happening in my dream, I was seeing things that I wasn't actually seeing in real life. Mirages. Yeah, just like yeah. mirages. One, It was just like random stuff, too. It was just like, just made no sense. And then I would look like back and it bunny? wouldn't be there. One was, it was just like a wheelbarrow in the middle of the bush. <laughs> and just full, well, maybe full of- the idea was that you're yeah. gonna jump in the wheelbarrow and someone's yeah. gonna- And the other oh. one was like the Pope just in the middle of the road. <laughs> the Pope? Yeah, he just had that big stupid Wait. hat on.
0: What does the Pope mean to you, Adrian, at uh, that time? It didn't mean
1: anything. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean- for, last It was blessing, not a religious experience. It was just- <laughs> It was like it wasn't a religious experience. You had the Pope visiting you when you were about yeah, to- Yeah, I, I didn't feel like I was all holy or nothing. I was just like, what the fuck is the Pope doing here? Yeah, but he was gone quick, You so yeah got up the hill quicker yeah. than you did. Um, yeah, but after that, that was again, another few days of soreness and recovery. But um, yeah, they, those are two that probably stand out. How do you, how do you think they've uh, shaped you as a person? Um, well, at the time it was just very annoying. <laughs> it <was laughs> very hard. Yeah, but um, I mean, when you look back now on those moments, it's like- you Yeah, know, it's like it was a rite of passage of those times, I guess. It was like something you um, knew people had done before you. Um, so it was just like, yeah, it just feels good after the fact. Definitely, just like a tr- hard gym session feels good after the fact. It's like, fuck okay, yeah, I got through it, but I reckon I could have done better on this. And yeah, maybe that time will come again when I try that again. But when you look at like something like that, because obviously
2: you know we talk about the bell curve a lot,
1: yeah,
2: um, with a lot of different things. And there's like a little bit no effect, there's an optimal effect, and then obviously with the military, you're on the complete other side of the extreme of exercise <laughs> yeah. where it's not actually about a result; it's just about mental.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes yeah, and I think sometimes it's probably pushed that to that. Limit outside is probably where they're what they get wrong is where it's like everything's got to be a smash session, so it's like everything's got to be difficult, everything's got to be challenging. Not like let's build yes. and construct and make sure there's we're no performance moving. time, yeah, yeah. No performance yeah. if they looked at it more well, like,
2: sorry, everything's performance, so there's you know practice, training, performance, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not actually training, everything's just performance, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, um, yeah, let's let's build. And I think, uh, if they took the ethos of like how do we not make these people break in training when they're doing that hard stuff like do that hard stuff but yeah we need we need to not just build up to it but build a good foundation so these guys so we get longevity out of them I think that's get them doing the deadlifts but not get them
2: doing the deadlifts for like Absolutely infinite reps. Yeah, not crossfit. But somewhere yeah. <laughs> <he would
1: come. laughs> Just like get them training, like I guess like if you managed it like a football team or an NRL team or something like that. So yeah.
2: with training being, I mean, having that experience that you had when you're coming to the gym, I mean, I imagine that there's nothing that you could do in the gym that recreates that kind of training. No, unless of, I was, you know. Do you, do you miss it? Like that level of. Fuck no. Fuck <laughs> would I want to do that again. I've done it.
1: Done. 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 So done.
2: Yeah. Do you think everyone needs to go do something?
1: Um, well, I, think, I definitely don't think everyone needs to go do it. Um, I think it's good. If you really want to physically challenge yourself, maybe it's not for everyone. Like maybe not some gen pop just walks in and is like, fuck yeah, I'm just going to go for this 80 kilometer pack. Well, the, a lot of people are, you know, um, giving up. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, people tapping out all the time. Yeah, yeah, but no one wants to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. What what,
0: what would happen when they tapped out? Like, say you're on that twenty k pack march. Yeah, and say- oh, it would
1: be like you know, it's like whispers later. It's like, fuck that guy, I didn't fucking complete the stop. This guy's a bitch. <laughs> like, but but yeah.
0: would they just go back to camp, kind of thing? Yeah, they'll just yeah. be like
1: it, it, most of most of it would be like injury. But even then, it's like, you soft cock. (laughs) (laughs) It's like your fucking, your femur sticking out of your leg. It's like that. You just wrap that up, man. (laughs) Should be right. Should be be right. Should (laughs) be right. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it was like, even if it's like, yeah, it was like pushing beyond the part of broken was, um, and that was like, you know, a a big part of it as well. It's like, you, if you're sore, you still keep going. And it was just like, other than stopping.
0: Other than your hip, did you pick up any niggles or anything like that? Um, From
1: yeah, well, what I happened think, to you? Um, oh, I've always just had tightness in lower back hip around that. But yeah, that's um, not necessarily attributed to the military. Yeah, not necessarily. It's it's probably just a, a yeah. A in no, case any are lawyers saying, are yeah, watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, now, I don't know if that is a compound of all that or it's just a compound of all my training. You know, it's just like, who knows? Um, but I wouldn't say directly related to that. Yeah, I mean, I've no, got. There was no one incident that I think I did break my ass actually on a jump. Oh, did you? Yeah. What do you mean? I landed on was my that ass. With Tom? And, what's that? Or Bill? <laughs> no. No, I just um, yeah, I went on a jump. So you
0: broke like a coccyx or something?
1: Yeah, I, and I just I never got it he scanned, but I Tom couldn't, broke yeah. it, and then Bill broke it. <laughs> Sorry, that was and after I, the fact. And I couldn't sit right for about a year. Um, like, like 15 <laughs> Why minutes. are we just finding yeah. out about this now? I don't know, like 15, 15 minutes and I'd be like, hey, I have to stand <laughs> up. This hurts too much. Um, I never actually got it checked out because I was afraid I would get discharged and like that fact of oh, like, right. I don't want to lose this. It's like, I'll just suck it up because I was like, eh, hey, it might be a more serious spinal injury. So I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get kicked well, what out. What were
2: you this. scared of fucking up?
1: What's that? What were you scared of losing? And uh, what do you mean? You said oh, you didn't want to lose this. What were you scared of getting losing? Getting kicked out. Oh, getting kicked out of the military. Oh, how, how many years have you been in since you did that? Uh, I did it in about 2011 or 10.
0: <laughs> how many years in was that?
1: Um, when did I get in, Yeah, enlisted 2007. So you're only
2: a couple of years into your 10-year uh, yeah. journey. Coming right? up to the end. Yeah. yeah. No, you weren't. Uh, you would have been like halfway. Halfway. four, no, four years. years. Seven, eleven. Yeah, then, then he'd so been, four years. So yeah, four years he would so just and, done his first lot. Yeah,
1: but then he went another six years.
0: Yeah, after that. Mm. So That's he, didn't, he didn't want to so, go out after yeah. the first four what, years. What made so. you
1: get out? Um, oh, we just <laughs> weren't going to war anymore. So I was like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. Not really? Yeah. Mm. A, just waiting around barracks just to do fuck all. It was kind of. Um, what year was that that you got out? 2014, I want to say.
2: 2014. Yeah. You were in there for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, hey Reese. Is there anything that comes to mind that's pushed you? Obviously, probably nowhere to the no, 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 same degree as this guy. But have you had a training experience where it's like really pushed you and made you rethink and reshape your training?
0: No, probably the most challenging thing I've had was um like when i was comp prepping so comp prepping is great because Mm. um it's not like i wouldn't say it's like having a child but it forces you to be more time conscious because you you have so much to do in the day and it only often gets more and more and Mm. then you have to just um sort of still fit everything in so that was probably like doing it got to the point where i was doing 90 minutes of cardio morning and night training as well um clients so that that's probably the most mentally challenging just trying to fit everything in and you know food gets lower and lower um, but then physically the most challenging um, I haven't really thought about this but just when you said it I'm like the thing that came to mind was rugby it had this psychopathic coach and we would do like a hollow body hold I didn't know what they called it at the time he just said lift your legs up and do a crunch um, so <laughs> so we were holding the position and he goes now punch yourself in the stomach <laughs> And we would do this. I don't know how long. Like it felt like probably a couple of minutes. But <laughs> what age group was this? Oh, uh, maybe under sixteen. And we would do it for as long as he said. And yeah. then if someone stopped punching themselves or wasn't punching hard enough, <laughs> we'd have to start again. That's fantastic. So, so that was that experience.
1: Can we list that as a pun- hollow hold punches? we we'll yeah. list that as a new exercise. C one Hollow hold punches. Because, right. because
0: it was for hardening us.
1: Yeah, fair enough. It works. Very hard. Yeah. Punch. I'm, I'm hard,
2: thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's really bad. That's punny. That's punny of Funny. you. Um, yeah, my, my one was when I um, competed for the first time in 2004 and um, I really had no idea what I was doing in terms of competing. Like I was training twice a day, doing cardio, um, weights, And then my calories probably would have been maybe 900, 800. It was fuck all. Like I wasn't really eating anything at all. Um, And then just the prep was so long and I just got to a point where I got so skinny and emaciated. Like I I was really like, if you look at it, I was was starving myself. It's probably a good year. Uh, Probably nine months, like uh, to a year. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I had this coach at the time. 900
1: calories that whole time. Yeah. yeah. How
0: how heavy were you when you started and then got Uh, on stage?
2: I think I started at about 85. 80, 85, and then I got down to 68. Oh, man. Um, and the dumbest thing I've probably ever done was when I did that prep and wait for it. Um, so the guy I was getting prepped with, um, Who's not around these days? I don't know what he's doing or where he is, but um, it's kind of a blessing and a curse, you know, one of those things. <laughs> not ruining but,
1: anyone else's life. <laughs> but he said, um,
2: you know, you know, bodybuilders dry, and you got to remember, I was like nineteen, twenty, yeah, right? Yeah. So I was very young, yeah. gullible, and naive, yeah. and all those kind of things. And just oh, you know, I want to compete I, like, I want to do you well. Get a coach who says yeah, yeah, do this, just, you're gonna you know, yeah. and he, so he goes, oh, yeah. like, right, bodybuilders got to dry out. They got to get rid of the subcutaneous fluid. Um, you, what you got to do is um, four days out of the show, you're going to go no. Five days out of the show, you're going to do it for four days. You're going to go to a sauna. Um, you're going to stop drinking water for four days and you're going to go to the sauna <laughs> on top what, of that for four days in a row. Oh so man. like think of, I, I think about some of the dumb shit that I've done like that, for example, I'm like, you know, I was very fucking lucky. And still training yeah. as well. Very, very still lucky. still training as well? Yes, very lucky um, that I got away with that. Uh, the robustness of, of the human bodies mm-hmm. is a marvel. But um, yeah, you know, so I stopped drinking water for four days and or just sipping as he advised. Mm-hmm. And um, then I was going to the sauna as well on top of that to hashtag dry out, mm-hmm. um, probably the worst four days. Um, but did yeah. You what get, I, did you get dry? try? Oh, I don't fucking know. I look like an <laughs> Ethiopian kid. That's what I looked like. You see it's the photos like of me. I was depleted. just so skinny and gaunt. <laughs> like <laughs> there was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the machinist. You know, like, Kush- yeah, it was pretty bad, I mean, 68 bail. kilos. It's pretty bad. I put on 14 kilos in three days after that <laughs> yeah. Um So, you know, from the fluid retention, like, you know, like f- straight away. Um, and Could you obviously- still get your shoes on? Oh, yeah, I, I think I could. That was, yeah. But you come to think of, I think my shoes were actually a bit sore at the time. You know, like what's all, like why my joints sore? And all that kind of, you gotta remember, this was like pre-Facebook, pre really like any, any social media. It was just, um, I thought this is what you did. Anyway, like the following year, I had a friend. I was pretty bummed about it because I was like really quite obsessed with, Competing, I would have done anything. Nine months of
1: focusing on that one. You know what I
2: mean? Like it it was. um, It was two years of of him kind of in my ear, like because I think he started uh, helping me out in like when I was seventeen because I went to the gym and then um, he's like, oh, you know, you should compete and this and this and this and anyway, it's just a terrible experience. And then I remember him saying to me. And I'll be there at your comp, I'll be there at your comp. And then two weeks out of the comp, he's like, oh, I have to go on holiday. And I was like, oh, but are you going to be on the comp? He's like, 100% I'll be there. And then three days before the comp, it was like a Thursday night, I remember it, um, calls me up. And it was interesting because my mum was at in England at the time, he calls me up and he's like, oh, I can't come. To the comp and I was like, oh, I didn't know what to say again. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> hang down the phone, started crying, crying, like boring my eyes. Like, what the fuck do I do? I've just worked so hard. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. So I rang up my cousin. Cousin's like, come over and she'll help me out. She didn't know what the fuck she was doing. But um drove over. I remember I stopped, I parked, I cried, and then I <laughs> drove to my cousin's house. Like, I was pretty devastated at the time. Anyway, competed, um, did it, and I was definitely that guy on stage that you like, that guy shouldn't be on stage. Came last. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, I think for me, that was a real catalyst of, you know, this isn't going to happen not only to me again, but this isn't going to happen to anyone I know. Um, Because if someone comes into my contact and my care for for, uh, comp prep, I will take care of them above all else and make sure this never happens. So for me, that was a really um, big event because I often think, what if I came first that day? You know, I probably wouldn't. You know, at Enterprise, we've coached over 250 champions. Um, mm. You know, I remember there was a phase when I was coaching and Reese probably remembers that where like when I was at Doherty's I was getting competitors from flying into state like every week for me mm. to do comp, their comp prep and then they would win. And I have the you know, Miss Tasmania and the Miss Adelaide and then the Miss Victoria. And it was like, fuck, you, you can't get better than this. Mm. Um, but I think you know, if I nailed it then Like I would not have any of you guys, like in terms of team enterprise producing the champions, the systems, all these things that we have today that we get to enjoy, it came out of that uh, real pain. And that was a physical experience for me where I had to really dig deep and go, well, I don't want this to happen to anyone else. And I really had to study hard, learn hard. And that's actually what led me because it was actually undoing the bodybuilding mentality 'Cause you know, I didn't look like a bodybuilder, you know, at sixty eight kilos. Like I was a guy who went to the gym, but it's like I wanted I thought this is like what I wanted. Mm. And I, I then I competed again in two thousand and five did somewhat better because um, I got the advice of Tony Doherty and did, it did a hell of a lot better, I should say. And then for that two years, uh, between 2005, 2006, 2007, I competed again in 2007. Um, and then after that, like I really struggled with like, who am I? And and that's where I really started to fall into like physical culture mm. and understand what physical culture is. And it's not just about you know powerlifting, strongman, Bodybuilding, gymnast. It's you enjoy physical activity above all else. Yeah. And as a bodybuilder or as whatever, you're allowed to do strength training. You're yeah. allowed to do CrossFit if you want. Like, yeah. not that you probably should, yeah. but you're allowed to do. Um, you're allowed to do these 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 exercises. You're allowed to do different things. You're allowed to think, and that actually brought so much more um, eloquence to my personal training in career. Because now yeah. I was looking at people going. I'm no longer a bodybuilder. Like I'm not just going to do leg press with you. I'm going to get you mobile. I'm going to get you strong. This is what you need. And was it really able to to deliver a much more complete, well, a complete package. And that's at the same time i got into the work of Weston A. Price. uh, And when he's, you know, for the podcast um, was a researcher, um, a dentist slash researcher and in the 19th, 20s, 1930s, he went around to 15, 14, was it, uh, isolated cultures and looked at how native cultures ate and then brought that back and he found that they're all lean and quite muscular. Mm. And it's like, well, the the physical culturists, you know, nutrition does have a big part in that because if you want to get the most out of your body, you want to feel, and this is why I hate the like if it fits your macros kind of thing, because it's not like if it fits your macros is an approach of what can I get away with. Whereas my approach is yeah. always about what is optimal? Yeah. How, how can I live my best life? What is the best fuel for my body? Um, how can I optimize my expression? And in saying that it's like, well, if I wanna be my best physically, then I'm only gonna eat the best foods. So I'm gonna look mm. for organic. I'm gonna look for uh, pasture raised uh, produce and all this. Cause I care about that because I actually want the best mm. um, and I wanna be my best so that, cause this I only get one body, right? So uh, that's my little rant
1: yeah it comes down to you like um what that value is and it's like yeah it's like that's what i want i'm making this a priority to do it this way i'm not like people will have a default of eating takeaway every night because it's like oh i'm busy at the moment so i'm just gonna eat shit because that's what i know Mm. almost it's not you know it's like no it's like I'm busy. This is why I need to kind of double down. Correct. And because you're busy. Yeah, because I'm busy. Because you're
2: busy, you I need to, to prepare more. Yeah, I need
1: to prepare more. Yeah. Not it's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I won't prepare because I'm busy. It's like, no, I need to no, I need to double down now. That's when you need to be I your busy. sharpest. Yeah. You need yeah, to be like
0: extra sharp when you're busy because you're you're under the pump. So
1: Yeah, it's like the person waiting for the perfect time to comp prep. It's like, no, there is no perfect time. No, perfect Set the time. date and make it a, a like a reasonable date. <laughs> to um get there and it's like yeah let's let's start this process and like you're saying it's just like where where can i find the time it's like makes you so good at time management because it's like where where are those gaps where's that 15 minutes here i could get a walk in that's you know x amount of calories that's you know according to my, my steps let's get that activity up all right i can train this time i can train that time i know i need to go to sleep at this time i can wake up now like you know, it's like it's all that. It's just makes. So I'll so give good. the definition, my
2: definition of physical culture, just before we move on. It's to be a physical culturist is to promote well-being and physical education with a frame of constant and never-ending improvement. That's my personal definition. The reason I share it because I believe that's what the definition of actual personal trainer is as well. And it's to teach physical culture. What I wanted to just change gears into was what advice do we have collectively uh, for the dads? You know, they've just had a kid. Uh, what what I've just I'm your client right? Mm-hmm. I've just had a dad. Uh, I've just had a dad. <laughs> just had a dad. What was his name? Uh, Vince. Um, <laughs> so I just had a kid, and um, you know, time time management is tough. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what do I do? What expectations should I should I? You know, I'm a gym junkie. I usually go to the gym, but now I'm feeling like I need to take some time off. Like, what advice? Talk me through it. What what goes through your head? Uh,
1: I guess. It's, uh, I guess- coming here they are making time for it in a way it's like we're sitting down it's like okay but no they're not, not coming here let's say it's okay a, it's just anyone yeah yeah, yeah. it's like More well general. do you like do you want this is it does it, start with yeah. that do, do you want this? the first
0: question would be like what what specifically do you actually do you want enjoy doing this and it's, like yeah. out of it like do, yeah. do you actually want to train or you do you
1: feel like you have to because it's a, a pressure someone else's Putting on you is it because your wife said, oh, you're getting a bit tubby and you feel like you need to do something or do you genuinely want to keep doing something about it? That's where it's like, it's what phys- physical culture is to me. It's like, it's just who you are. It's not, and that's how you get long lasting results. It's not, I don't ever see a workout of something. Oh, I have to do that at that time. It's no, it's like, when can I work out? It's like, okay, I'm going to work out at this time. I find it unfortunate that I don't have enough time in the day to train all day or physically capable of training all day. It's like, I wish I did have that management. Otherwise it's what I would do. It's like, I know I need a rest and recovery as well. So I want to make my time more, most efficient as well.
0: Yeah, nothing so better than when you go away on like a strength camp and you do like twice a day sessions, they're the best.
1: Yeah. Yes. And it's like, but you know, that's not, you know, you can't do strength camps all the we, time. we are going to bring yeah. our
2: strength camps back. The enterprise strength camps. That'd be good for fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, yeah,
2: I think you answered it beautifully, Adrian, is really it starts with, do you want this? Yeah. Like it really does. Hey, yeah. It's like, do, do you want to stick to them? Cause
1: if you don't, then that's fine. It's not fine. like that. Oh yeah, I need to. It's like, that. So like, no, no, I have to, I can't not do this. I can't live without this.
2: Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, don't use, don't use your situation as an excuse, even though, you know, there's things that might come up in your life. And it's yeah, like- Yeah, there are legitimate but things. You, but you, yeah. you gotta, I think for me, the way I, and again, I'm just gonna speak personally. Like I had some situations with my second born, yeah. um, when he was born that were, were very, very challenging. And I would say that I would not have got through them mm. if I did not stick to my routine. Yeah. And and what is my routine? My routine includes training. Um mm. I think I would have got into a very dark place mm. uh having not and I mean I remember like when my son was born the week before, I was training with Tyler Cosnet, one of the great master coaches here at Enterprise. Um I maxed my high bar squat at 175 kilos. And the next week I was scheduled to do 180 kilos on my high bar. Um, I went in the next week, I did 120 kilos. Mm. That's how stress, lack of sleep, lack yeah. of food, uh, lack of everything. I struggled with 120 kilos, even though the week prior I did 175 easily. Mm. Um, so it's not saying that necessarily You like life circumstances you're gonna PR every single week because that's often unrealistic. Yeah, exactly but I, I do right. think as we're talking about physical culture, there is something to be said about developing a routine that when the, and this is the way I see it, when the world goes to shit yeah. or your world goes to shit, you still have something in your life where you go, no, oh, you know what? I'm still in control. Even mm. though like everything seems like it's burning to, mm. like the world is burning. And, and let's face it for, for some situations, the world is burning. But I think if you can just, uh, you know, darkness cannot exist even with if one candle is lit, kind of thing, right? Um, you, if you yeah. just light that one flame, there's still light in yeah. the room, right? And you can't uh, get rid of that. And so I think
1: it comes down to my two, probably I would say the most, the two sexiest words in the English dictionary. It's discipline and consistency. I thought you were gonna say reset. Reset, (laughs) reset, I'll take it. You multiply that by time. And then it's just like, it's all gonna work out. It's like, yeah, it sucks now. And some people will take that hit as like, you know, ah, this has happened to me. So fuck it, it's all gone out the window. It's like, okay, I'm gonna use this chance. Maybe I'll back off. Maybe it's what I need to back off a little bit at the moment, I'll still get in, I'll still do my reps. I might reduce the weight. I might reduce the length of the session, might reduce the intensity I put into it. And it's like, so I can pick it up again in a week's time. Yes.
2: And so for me, yeah. some of it was just simply coming in
1: Yeah,
2: at an hour. I'm gonna do an hour. I need I know I need to warm up mm-hmm. and then I would be really tight. My body would feel like shit. An hour of mobility. Yeah. And, and, then, yeah. and then I'm done. Yeah. You know, it's like, but but the, the important thing there was as but you said, exercise, I when yeah. I was able to, I was able to pick it up. Yeah. So much like like nothing happened because I was still in my routine where I think a lot yeah. of people they um they, they let it go and then it's their routine's gone. So now they have to establish their routine again. Yep. And then
1: they're also physically not as strong. So they're yep. like, Oh fuck, what's the point of this? And then yeah, it's even harder to go so- from two weeks to two months. And it's like, but it's not that, that two it's weeks hard was and hard, nothing. Yeah. And it was like, they're doing nothing. And then it's two months of doing nothing. And it's like, it's hard for me not to train. It's hard for me to not come in the gym. I don't like getting, like if I ever get sick, I was sick for a week and it was hard. Like I would have to go out for 20 minute walks. Otherwise I'd just go insane. I just feel like I'm like this battery that just keeps filling up and like spilling over and I just need to get rid of that energy. Otherwise, I'm just going to explode. Yes, and You're a lot more happier person when you train too. Yeah, exactly, always. And that's why I always kind of create that my training is like the foundation and everything kind of fills in around that as well. Obviously, if there's things I need to prioritize, there's things that need to be prioritized, but there will always be time for those training sessions. Even if
2: it's, as you said, a 20-minute walk. Uh, Even if it's 20 and I think that's
1: what's lost in today's
2: society is that real aspect of Um, physical culture Mm. of, of, you know, drawing back and going, right, well, um, and I think, you know, for the most part, I think kids, you need to get your kids exposed to, yeah, we're going to go to gymnastics. Yeah. Yes, we're going to go to jujitsu. jitsu This is the
1: thing that you do. It's not like something you have to do. It's just what we do. It's yeah. Just like, it, yeah. You need just to learn. Like, you learn nas,
2: you learn how to do jiu-jitsu. You learn yeah, how to exactly do you right. learn, you yeah, know, so. uh If you're learning Italian, you're also going to learn gymnastics. Yeah. Like it's, it's the physical language of the body. And yeah. everyone, you know, really needs to take time to, yeah. to
1: do that. And what, we already enlisted our son. He's two and he's in gymnastics already. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So it's just like, I'd say like critical yeah it's my, like yeah we um you know backflipping before i know it my,
2: my uh, five-year-old started uh jiu-jitsu today he uh he loves it mm. it's great second second class we're looking forward to seeing if uh, liam
1: fitzgerald a run for his money now <laughs> we had to roll roll with him in no time yeah yeah gotta love it same height <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to liam
0: uh, how many years until he gets those cauliflower years
2: <laughs> no, no jiu-jitsu is very um very safe in that regard because it's non-striking
0: no, no, the cauliflower is from, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the rolling, isn't it? When they're like rubbing. No, I'm not sure.
2: It's that's what
0: that's where it's from.
1: It's all getting no, 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 no. punched in the side of no, the head. I'm, I'm no, I'm no
2: jujitsu <laughs> expert, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't get cauliflower. Because you, from from
0: you the get them so. in rugby as well.
2: Yeah, in rugby, um, you
0: get them in the scrum because they're rubbing in the scrum.
2: Yeah, yeah it's mainly, mainly uh, you're going to get them from like boxing and MMA, yeah, for sure. But jujitsu is pretty. Um,
0: but jujitsu, you're rolling, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you get it from rolling. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'll, I'll take your um, your word for
0: it. Yes, yeah. yeah. just yeah. keep an eye on this, <laughs> I
2: will.
0: watch his ears.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, let's take a quick break and we'll be back, hope you've been enjoying this conversation uh, after the break. What to expect, we will be playing the one word game with a twist and we might even get into some more rants. See you on the other side of this
1: one. Do you want me to music outro? Here's the Wolf Park, yeah, the Wolf Park. Reese and Mark and Adrian on the Wolf Park. Uh, <laughs>
2: Not our official theme song. Thank it is you. now, it is <laughs> official theme <Facebook. laughs> song. Hey folks, I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Wolf Stand. Hey, are you looking to get in the best shape of your life? Are you looking at competing? Sure am Mark. The folks <laughs> here at Enterprise Fitness, uh, we've trained over 250, 250- First place winners in a variety of disciplines, uh, mainly the physique sport, so bikini, How fitness many before figure. and afters, Mark thousands of thousands. before and afters, not hundreds of thousands, <laughs> thousands of before and afters, quite literally thousands of before and afters. We've changed many people. Are we sponsoring lives. our own show? We are sponsoring okay. our show. That's, that's exactly what's <laughs> happening. Thanks for telling the focus. So Enterprise Fitness, if you want to come train with us, the team here at Enterprise Fitness, it's melbournepersonaltraining.com or email yep. info at enterprisefitness.com. We'll give us a call one 887 143 That email again, Adrian.
1: Um, Info, Info at, at enterprisefitness.com.au enterprise
0: and the website Reese is uh
2: www.melbournepersonaltrainers.com. That's the one. Our other sponsor is personal trainer mentoring.com. Are you a personal trainer? Are you looking to grow your career, get better results for your clients, and grow your business? Visit personal trainer mentoring.com. We have a free trainer value pack or a free trainer pack, transformation pack valued at $500, which includes. What's in that pack? Th- it, it, thank you, Reese. It includes three ebooks uh, all around growing your business, doubling your, your rates, getting 15 high paying clients in 30 days. And the other one is the five most. Exp- the five expensive mistakes personal trainers make. And also, if that wasn't enough, also included a full uh, video E class of how to structurally assess and screen your clients. I've seen that personally, it's it's of quality. It is of quality. It's the exact screening procedures that we use here at Enterprise Fitness, which is the overhead squat test, clap test, and can't tell you the rest because you got to download it. Yeah. It's personal like, train and mentoring.com.
1: I can't recommend it enough. I started off as a, one of your mentors, mentorees. 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 Yes. Yes, um, yes, you did. Fell in love with the place and, yeah, and fell in love with the Mark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you. I, for the audio, I just reached over and touched his face. That's cool. Yeah. Personal. Personal train and mentoring.com. Go visit Welcome it.
1: Welcome back to the Wolfstand <laughs> featuring
2: Thanks, folks. Welcome back to the Wolf's Den and thank you, Adrian. I uh, always wanted a, welcome. a theme song. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, I noticed
0: uh, what this is called DadBod 2.0. So what happened to the first DadBod? Bod? waited
1: an hour into the uh, podcast to ask that question, Rhys. <laughs> I, really I was waiting for the punchline and, okay, and it just I never think came. think Mark came up with it, the DadBod 2.0. I think the idea was that um, DadBod was like the, the soft body guy who got comfortable, um, you know, not Was that ever you, Adrian? What's that? Was that ever you? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've always been um hard, hard bodied. Um, <laughs> you might want to add the body part there. Body, yeah, that's a body part. It's always been hard, uh, very hard, hard bodied. Uh, <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, dead bod 2.0 is the uh, not uh, letting you know life get in the way of it. Uh, doubling down when you do get to that point. I felt like I doubled down definitely. Um and he became dad boy, dad, dad boy, boy. Dad, dad, boy. <laughs> dad boy, dad boy. Like the worst <laughs> superhero ever. Dad boy. <laughs> Teenage pregnancy man. <laughs> Teenage pregnancy man. <laughs> dad boy. He's a dad and he's a boy still. Sorry, I'll, uh, I'll pitch this to uh, Marvel Studios. <laughs> Marvel,
2: the great new Avenger coming soon. Dad boy. Oh, if he doesn't make it, he join the uh, Justice League. Yeah,
1: definitely.
2: Probably. Those <laughs> losers. <laughs> all righty. Well, um, with the, does that answer your question? <laughs> so are we close? <laughs> Do we hit the mark there? Is that, so you you that, got it now. Yeah, all right. Right. Okay, so, um, so, let's let's get into the uh, the the favourite part of the episode that we all love to play. It's called the one word game, and we've come prepared this time yeah. with um, some scratchy notes. Look at that for. Uh, Production value. All so right. So first. the way the way we're gonna we're gonna work this one this time we're gonna do it a little bit differently than what we've done in the past. Instead of going around in circles, uh, we're gonna gang up. Let's start with Adrian. Um, it will be you and I, Reese. We. I'm gonna say a word. You're gonna say a word. I'm gonna say a word until all of our words okay. on our list are exhausted. Okay. And Adrian, it's one word
1: slash. Uh, one sentence, one phrase, mark, one rant. Do you want to know what's on the tip of this? Like, what's what's about to come out? I don't know if you're ready for it. I don't know if I'm ready for it either. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I don't know, but yeah. but we'll, we'll see. And um, yeah, you know, we might we'll, have to. Yeah, we we'll probably have to do some solid editing later. Solid we'll editing. We can yeah. put the beep beep beep, beep in, in <laughs> right. first mark. Uh Yeah. All it right. In. So the sure. military. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, f- <laughs> <laughs> former job. <laughs> Current program. Current program. Uh, I think I'm doing um, Project Shredded as Fuck. <laughs> it's a B-pack one. It's good fun. Uh, jo- Jocko Willings. Jocko Willings. Um, uh, yeah, inspirational. That guy's awesome. He's just, um, yeah, if no one's heard of him, go check him out. He um, he just gets shit done. Find, follow him on Instagram. He just posts a photo of his watch every day at 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. Current nutrition. <laughs> Current
0: Current nutrition.
1: <laughs> Current nutrition. i um, playing around with keto at the moment, just for shits and gigs. Um, I'm no by How no How are you means, finding it? Um, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, it's hard to get that much fat. In. Not too good either. Not too good either. <laughs> well, too, not too bad. Not not too too bad, too bad. Did <laughs> you have a better experience than Mark? Um, well, I've only just started. It's been two weeks in, and you're doing now. cyclical keto,
2: aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So, so you um, put carbs around your workout.
1: Uh, not yet. So I'm doing so like just one on the weekend? carb refeed on the weekend, one meal, oh. um, and then seeing how that goes. So yeah, it's um, yeah, I haven't. I'm so carbs just
0: from vegetables. That's it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Just mostly leafy green type stuff. Yeah. So I'm just um, having a go, see what it's like. See and what how these much protein and carbs about. are we talking about? Jeez, uh, off the top of my head. Um, I was having about 225 protein, um, 200 fat, carbs sitting around fifty-four, fifty
2: 50 odd. Yeah. So you eat a lot of butter and ghee and coconut yeah, oil so and olive oil. It's hard to get that in. Like,
1: I, I, won't get, I won't hit 200 every day.
0: Are you checking ketones?
1: No, nah, not yet. No. I'll check. I'll try, i I got to get my hands on a blood glucometer. So mm. here we go. You might meet. You, you.
0: I, I went oh, dad bod nutrition. Yeah.
1: DadBot, yeah. 2.0, 2.0, <laughs> it's here. It's just, DadBot Wait, is now. It's underneath the uh, Punisher it's T-shirt. underneath the Punisher T-shirt, yeah. So it's, there it is. Yeah, it's built on, built on iron. Side shaft. <laughs> side shaft. <laughs> side, sh- <laughs> side shaft. I just think it's Robin cock. <laughs> I was watching. <laughs> I was watching. <laughs> Moving on, what the fuck side are you talking shaft. About? I was watching, cha- <laughs> what are you talking about? Can we please elaborate on Side shaft. Slide shaft I
0: was watching the comedian Joe What's his <laughs> last name Rogan I was watching Joe Rogan And he, he on his comedy act yeah. He was talking about You know how girls do side boob and he said <laughs> Slide <laughs> side so shaft. shaft What if a guy was doing side shaft <laughs> So I was just
2: Wanting to get everyone's opinion <laughs> That's Robin
1: cock was accurate Um <laughs> right, uh, it was yeah. accurate um, Reese Adams Reece, <laughs> Side, side, side oh, shaft Oh I got a side shaft now Fair enough uh, Favorite yeah. food Favorite <laughs> food <fruit. laughs> Hamburgers
2: Liam Fitzgerald.
1: Liam small. In Le- height. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his side sharp. Not his side sharp. <laughs> least favorite food. Liam's? <laughs> <What>? No, yours. <laughs> Mine. Your your least favorite oh, food. Oh, my <laughs> least favorite food. Um, let me think about that one. I would say probably the most, I think, honestly, overrated one is donuts. I just think it's overrated. It's just a ball of fucking flour. So shit. (laughs) And they just mostly just put shit on top of them now. It's It's overrated. Um, Fuck donuts. donuts. (laughs) Comfort food? (laughs) Comfort food. Hamburg. Oh, I don't think I have a comfort food. There's nothing I really rely on. I think that you smother all over your body late at night when you're. (laughs) (laughs) Peanut butter. It's peanut butter (laughs) on my side shelf. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sloss. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm useless. How are they still alive? I don't get sloth. It's a good point. i have, like, I've never thought of that. On an evolutionary path. How has that thing lasted so long? It's, um, yeah. Uh, James Kelly. James Kelly. Um, hard to understand sometimes. <laughs> Favorite mm. type of music? Um, I would say rap. I'll do like rap. That's what I like to listen to when I work which, out. Which rapper are you... Uh... Um, oh, I like a bit of logic at the moment. He's pretty good. Sharp lyrics, guy. rhythmic flow, you yeah, know, all that cool. good stuff. Favorite yeah. supplement? Favorite supplement. Alpha GPC, even though I don't really know what it does. It's just magic in a bottle. <laughs>
0: uh, vegan cats. Vegan-,
1: <laughs> <laughs> vegan cats. Oh, cruel. It's cruel. Don't make your cats vegan. Uh, Tyler Cosnet. Tyler Cosnet, tall. <laughs> Ice cream ice <laughs> cream mm. delicious um what yeah. flavor uh i'm all about that salted caramel yeah me too mm. um i believe you already asked you though current training program
2: yeah yeah he did all right so i'm moving to my next one uh this is my last one mm-hmm. actually
1: when the world ends adrian is is um a nomad <laughs> i'm just gonna cruise cruise around riding a motorcycle like mad max yeah like mad max style but on a motorcycle basically mel gibson yeah basically mel gibson Except less racist.
0: <laughs> what would your name be if it wasn't Adrian?
1: <laughs> um, I, I, I really like this one. This is one um, I <laughs> I recently, for shits and gigs, put into the Wu Tang Clan um, rap name finder. Right. So um, I <laughs> and it came out with mm. Daswami. So I'm gonna go with that. Okay, the Swami. <laughs> that would be that's known. all I'll be known as. Yeah. Okay. The swami. Can you spell that for us? D A S W A M I. Okay. What else have you got?
2: No, that's it. That's it. Down. It's Adrian Pauls. Yay! All right. Reese. Oh, you picked on me. Yeah. Oh, mm. you won't. Yeah, we'll pick on you. Let's go pick on you. It's we'll not picking. We're just going to ask you some hey, questions. you know a
0: friend told me what racism actually stands for in the Urban Dictionary. What's that? Do you know what it stands no, for? No, I don't know what racism stands for. Can, can we please look this? Can you get it, Adrian? I while don't have my phone with me while we're going through this. He'll put it up on the screen. that?
2: But we got it. We got to it for the audio. Yeah. So we'll we'll come back to it. Yeah. We'll park that as a note, and then we'll come back to that one. What racism? All right, Reese, you ready? Let's start. A guilty pleasure. Oh, that's. Come on, Mark. You're <laughs> sitting on the spot like that.
0: All right. All a gui- a gui- guilty Pass, I guess. Oh, I gonna say. Gu- guilty pleasure. Uh, my rice cakes with peanut butter and jam. Oh, yeah. The teddy bear picnic.
1: Yeah. Eggs. Nice. At yeah. night. I thought you were going like, to say I've fertilized. You <laughs> fertilized? <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was hoping he was going to come on with that. Uh, that, 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 that. That's why you
0: have children
2: and I don't. <laughs>
1: That was good (laughs) because I don't fertilize my eggs.
0: (laughs) Sodium. Sodium? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Great pumps. Yeah, juicy.
1: (laughs) What's your favorite program that you've ever done?
0: Can I change that to toughest program? Yeah. What's your favorite? Favorite. It's just one that always comes to mind. It was um, eight by eight and it was 69 sets and it was over six days. So it was like 414 sets for the week. Wow. And yeah, Sounds destroyed disgusting. me. So I, I eight by I, eight over six days. So yeah. every
2: day
0: you trained? Eight by eight. Yeah, yeah. And there was eight by eight by eight by eight by eight.
2: <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like so? There was eight by eight, and then there eight was eight, eight exercises so of eight, eight by eight. So imagine eight
0: by eight traditionally, was a one, a two, b one, b two. It was a one, a two, b one, b two, c one, c two, d one, d two, and then the e was like calves or abs. <laughs> Just why not? How long did that take you? About two and a half hours. Yeah, wow, solid. that's, uh, that's yeah, solid. That's good. Uh, favorite supplement? Probably, uh, personally, I really like the digestive enzymes just because I personally have um, always
1: had good experience with them. Reese, I really want to know this about you. What's your pet peeve? Pet peeve? Like what annoys you? <laughs> I don't think I have an obvious one. Yeah.
0: Um, I just like, I don't know, to be treated as an equal. So I guess when I'm not...
2: That's probably a pet peeve.
1: Oh, that's, yeah. It's
2: deep. <laughs> <laughs> deep, deep nights deep. with Reese Adams. Uh, carb up food. Carb up food, ooh. Favorite carb up food? Uh, cereal. Exo
0: crunch. Or uh, oh, actually, Exo and maple together. Oh, now you're
1: living large. Mm. Uh, magic tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy them. Okay, cool. What's your favorite magic trick? I
0: don't have any specific ones, but I enjoy a good show.
2: Okay. Yeah. Sure. Brendan Wang.
0: Hi, Brendan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Magic tricks. <laughs>
2: a great guy and very entertaining, good to be around. Great guy. So, Brendan, if, if those of you who haven't watched the show, Brendan lives with Reese. Brendan, hi. We love you.
1: Incredible pair. Incredible. Um, mine's? Mm. What's your, what's your <laughs> opinion on The Sun? I love the sun. Friend or foe? Friend or foe. <laughs>
0: yes. uh, friend in terms of very pleasant, but foe in terms of make like I get burnt quite easily. So, oh really? I, I just got a different shade of white. So, <laughs> off for, white. For me, I, for, for me white other, than the, other than the other than health health benefits of the sun, yeah. I don't see the benefit of going in the sun to get a tan because, yeah. like, for me, it's a waste of time. I yeah. can't get a tan. You melt.
2: Like my next question: What's your favourite flavour of ice cream? Salted caramel. You can't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Lactose intolerant, motherfucker. I can have the dairy free stuff.
1: There's some good stuff out there, dairy free. Um, least favourite body part to train? Oh, uh, probably, probably calves or arms. Yeah.
0: You don't like training arms? You just don't like training? No, not anymore. Like arms. Ever since I hurt my shoulder, I just, I mm. have to do single arm stuff, and it's just so time consuming. Mm. Occlusion training. Uh, very, very painful, but enjoyable.
2: Like childbirth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know, I, I don't know that
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know that yeah, because I didn't deliver that baby. My part <laughs> was over like very the quickly. Were you guys in the
1: room? <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, exhausting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which en- which <laughs> end were you at? <laughs> It is hard for guys. We had to, like, I had to like sit around for a while and couldn't get much sleep because she kept moaning. <laughs> Thanks, which which yeah, end were you at? End. Oh no, um, I stayed to the, end. End. Off the, the side, off to the side. Oh really? Off to the side. Yeah. I think it's the, so so you the didn't, other
0: end. So you didn't. see it. No. Uh,
1: she ended up being cesarean, so okay. I did get to see it come out. Yes, yeah, so I saw that too. It's awesome. Yeah wow yeah it's, it's like from alien I got photos we yeah. won't share that no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I think you're no, right. gonna
2: pop that off <laughs> 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 um. hello
0: any,
1: any food others? what about it what comes to mind uh, fuel yeah I knew you were gonna say that uh, favourite bodybuilder I wanna say
0: oh, I like, really like Kevin Levrone.
2: oh yeah? yeah
0: why I just think what he achieves in short periods of time it's very Impressive. Mm. Mm. Them genetics. Mm.
1: Favorite body part to train? Legs. Favorite movie? Billy Madison.
2: Favorite chick flick?
0: I really like um, the one with the, the black guy and he does the titty dance. Um, oh, oh um, White, White, Watch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: yeah, with Terry, whatever his name is. Terry Cruz. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. He's quite is that it? Yep. Uh, Well,
2: uh, last one. When the world is ending, Reese is? Uh,
1: Riding in my sidecar. Counting macros. Counting macros.
0: uh, Enjoying life. Oh, there you go.
1: (laughs) Enjoying life. And everything (laughs) else is falling apart. I can relax now. Favorite staff member.
0: <laughs> I knew I was gonna get fucking <laughs> hammered on this one. I knew. i already seen the answer to that one, so. Um,
1: You've already seen the answer to that one? Or
2: I'm you gonna, gonna, ask I'm gonna elect myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: dick. <laughs> but, so I can't really, no comment yeah. otherwise. Okay, fair enough. Um, funny. David, as David's as... pretty good though. David's pretty good. I knew you were gonna say he wanted you yeah. the to you too. He's my brother. Yeah, I know. So oh, I gotta brother. say my brother. Favorite restaurant. Ooh, um, Ooh.
2: Palomero is very good. Palomero. Uh, favorite restaurant? Just talking to the mic. You're getting a cue. Favorite from the, restaurant? Uh, the videographer. Uh, Palomero. 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 Am I saying? Where right? Or oh, Viedemón. Viedemón. No, Viedemón's very good. Where's Palomero? Good. Palomero is. Is it the same uh, price as Viedemón? No. No. Viedemón is much higher price. Uh, Palomero makes steaks. Argentinian steaks. Um, where so is, on is South it? To that no, dress code? No, no. There is there is one on South Bank. Oh, yeah, it's there really is, good. And not Been really because I Laser. went in there with powerlifting socks, um, and I ate there with on, with my powerlifting socks just after a big deadlift workout. Uh, it's um, where is it? Like uh, Chinatown? If you keep going, oh shit! If you keep going down Chinatown. What streets are they called? Which China, Chinatown? Which Chinatown? Are we in the city? Are we in Box Hill? Are we? are in the city. We're in the city. Not Lonsdale. I don't know. But Palomero, the one in. Off Collins, Off Collins, whatever that street's called. Yeah.
1: Okay. <clears throat>
2: comic alter ego. My comic alter ego? Yeah. Oh, his, name's, his name's Cram. It's Mark spelled backwards. And I feel like the Cram the Crusher. <laughs> an,
1: actual, an actual character. Oh, yeah, made I well, made it up. Made it up.
2: <laughs> Cram the Crusher He's the opposite of Mark. It's Mark spelled backwards. Is the alternative dimension What does he Mark. do? What's his superpower? Um, well, he has blonde hair instead of-
1: That's not a superpower.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to say what's his superpower? Um, well, his power can be that um, I don't know. He can, does everything the opposite of what you do. He he can he can grant wishes. <laughs> is it so it's a genie, it a comic book. No, except he can grant his own wishes. So that's yeah. that's pretty cool. So you can basically have any superpower that he wants. That was a disappointing answer. Well, I feel like <laughs> I feel like if your superpower is that you can grant your own wishes, you can have any power that you want. It's okay. it's infinite. So okay. yeah. That or um, Professor Xavier's powers, I think would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just reading yeah. thoughts. Professor X, yeah. yeah. Favorite food? Favorite food, probably yeah. steak. Yeah. Mm. Cooked well. Cooked,
0: yeah. 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 Cooked well? I oh, so not, you no,
2: no, it. rare, like medium rare, but a, <laughs> a, like good steak, a good steak is, you can't go wrong with a good steak. Okay, it needs yeah. to be cooked Yeah, and correctly. butter. I probably have to say butter is my favorite food. Butter, because I do. What food. about steak and butter together? Yeah, steak bit, and butter, that's good. And, and a little bit comfort. of dark chocolate, like 80%, 90%. Not on, on the, the steak. No, 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 no on the steak. Yeah.
1: What's your trainer pet peeve? Oh, um, not paying attention
2: to exercise execution. Okay, I like it. Yeah, thanks. Favorite program that you've done? Um, I really liked seven five three seven five three 753, 753 Waveload. That was that was fun. Um, yeah, let's go with that.
1: Mm. Um, your <clears throat> Let's go Funniest staff member
2: Oh Have to be Jaden Younger
1: <laughs>
2: It wouldn't be
0: fair If I didn't ask you this as well Okay But side shaft <laughs> <laughs>
2: Joe Rogan <laughs> Side shaft,
1: side shaft. <laughs> um,
2: Enterprise fitness Or should I say coming up on Instagram
1: soon <laughs> Uh, yeah. What? Enterprise fitness.
2: <laughs> the enterprise fitness account. <laughs> yeah.
1: no, 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 no. No, that's the that's the that's oh. the word. Oh, enterprise
2: fitness. Yeah. The the leaders and the pinnacle of all things personal training. Okay, sounds like an amazing
1: place. It is an amazing place. Thanks. whippers uh, Reese Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like Yes. <laughs> um, staff member with the best hairline. Oh, oh. Um, hell, dude. Reese Adams. Fuck. Mine's <laughs> under a I had three <laughs> no, setups there and you didn't name me once. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> waiting been waiting for waiting you to mention <laughs> me. That was the one that I was going to get mentioned oh, Adrian on. Veranda? Thank you. <laughs> he
0: knew the answer you wanted to just ask him so many different I knew ways. it was going to be hmm. one of the ways. Kanye West, <laughs>
2: Kanye West. Um, I like his music. His, You're his, a big fan. That's what yeah, I, thought I, like I, that. I like his music. I like his music. I'm not a big fan. I'm like a, I don't wear like Yeezys or anything like that. I don't wear his like fashion
1: stuff. I just like to put it on sometimes in the gym. That's good stuff. Yeah, he's he's um, lyrical genius. I'm a what? He's a lyrical genius.
2: Uh, That's what he says. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, but good. Know, I think Eminem's probably more lyrically genius inclined. <laughs> Personally, I like his oh. lyrics. <laughs> A bit deeper. Sorry, Kanye. I still like your music. Yeah. <laughs> Cause <Still>. Kanye's listening. And so is Eminem. We're listening together. Hack
1: squat machine versus reverse hyper.
2: Um, Well, the hack squat machine wouldn't fit where the reverse hyper (laughs) is uh, in case you're wondering, it just, it's not going to fit. So um, that's why we got the reverse hyper. And also the other thing is if you can squat, then you you know, it's not really a substitute. You got to look at functionality. So there is no other way to mimic what the reverse hyper does. Mm -hmm. So the reverse hyper gives you load from the reverse of obviously hyperextension, putting it directly through the glutes and the hamstrings. Whereas a hack squat, I mean, obviously is very similar to a normal squat. Um, and you can get the same stimulus from a squat. Like, yes, it's a different machines, different angles, all this kind of stuff. But when- It's not really efficient comes, space-wise. It's not efficient space-wise, it's not. Like I was really looking at what movement patterns do we need to incorporate more mm. of? And that's how I came to the conclusion of like you so say, I get a leg press. Yeah, but why? i want going to teach people how to squat. Yeah, It's not a movement pattern that you need to learn how to do, a leg press, yep. whereas reverse hyper is a completely different movement pattern than everything else. Yeah. So if I want to train, train that posterior chain in that direct movement, then I need a reverse hyper. So to answer your next question, what other piece would I get next, it would not be a leg press and it would not be a hack squat. What it would actually have? be a standing leg curl. Ah, um, I like it. Yes, that would be yeah. the next piece because it's very hard to mimic. Yeah. And I'd make sure I get a cable one, not a plate loading one, because a okay. plate loading one, yeah, the strength curve is not correct. Like because yeah. when you come up um, it, on the plate, plate loading leg curls, a yeah. uh, single oh. leg, the the it, there's no there's not enough tension at the top. Only some companies oh, yeah. are putting like the uh, lever arm further out so you can put plates so that it fixes the strength curve problem. But most people, most companies just put. Um, the lever arm exactly in the same place so when you curl it there's no there's no real tension at the top which is the opposite of what you want you want most tension at the top so this is where if you use a cable standing leg curl you're going to get a lot more tension on the strength curve so you you, machines is all about strength curves you really got to look at where the pressure is applied because that's going to have the biggest impact of how much weight you have to use so you're always
1: looking at when you're purchasing a machine how it's designed if it's you know Got that right effect on oh, the strength, yeah, in, co- yeah correct, yeah, yeah
2: absolutely, and and this when you said before about measuring, I actually measured everything. I measured the mm. the longest pieces of equipment, and the longest piece of equipment is the seated row, and I measured two centimeters out of that, and I measured a line and said, right, this is where all the non movement if that makes it machines are in yep. the one spot. So there's no movement that's created. So you can chuck all the machines in a line and no one's going to get in each other's way because they're on the machine, right? So that's why the, the space and the functionality works so well. And also a lot of other, I uh, yeah. uh, suppose, um, secret recipe things. Yeah. And I w- want to know a fun fact. Yes, yes sure. I actually, do you remember
0: this? I actually, cause you sent me the measurements and I put them on paper, remember? Mm. And then so you
2: could move them around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so when we started we got out an A4 piece of paper and we measured all the machines and we made like little blocks yeah. and Reese is like you know what you should do he had a really good ideas like you should make little like blocks and do it on a piece of paper yeah. so we, we got out a floor plan and moved everything around because imagine awesome. putting it somewhere and be like oh no that's yeah, don't that there you've done that before yeah 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 <laughs> you don't want to sh- do that so yeah good yeah.
1: You- it's questions it's brilliant
0: yeah uh, oh. vegan cats oh vegan cats yeah that's cool why would you cats are meant to eat I agree. I just wanted to educate the listeners.
2: That oh yeah, there's no such thing as a vegan cat. Like you've got to give them <laughs> meat. Oh, look and it things. up. It's funny. I Saw that. Yeah, yeah. They're sound, miserable. They've <laughs> got one sounds, foot in a grave.
1: Sounds mean.
0: Yeah, you're done, aren't you? I'm
1: done. Oh, we doubled up on a lot.
0: I've got a good one for you.
1: Okay, sure.
0: Favorite book for PTS. Favorite book for PTS. It's meant to be a shameless plug, just say your books. Oh,
2: oh, sure. (laughs) Favorite books that you've created. So go to (laughs) personaltrainermentoring.com and download your free Trainer Transformation Pack, which includes three of my eBooks. They would be my favorite books. Yes, yes. I I like where you're going with that question. Thank you for the shameless plug. And once they
0: download those, what else, which other book would they get?
2: Um, They would get, they would join Wolfpack. And then in Wolfpack, they'd get all my course material and the hundreds of hours on the course website, which has over now 350 is- hours of videos and course material from uh, me and and you are on there as well. And a variety of different presenters like Andrew Locke, mm-hmm. Tony Doherty, Sebastian, Oreb, Bob Gill, the list goes on and on and on. So they could get that resource. They could get the videos of the courses that have gone. Andre been, Ben Wise on, well, on there as well. We've been filming since 2016. And you know, we've ran what, 25 days on average, 20, 25 days on average per like year in terms of the courses that we film. So it's a lot of filming, plus all the group calls that happen every month, plus uh, all the one-on-one calls that I've done and put up on the site. There's a lot of stack of that. So it's like the PhD for personal trainers who are really looking to step up their career. I know? would
0: arguably say there's so much content on there, you can't get through all of oh, it. Oh, it's the, no, you it's won't get like, through it.
2: It's the Netflix for personal trainers. So the, the, the whole idea is that when you're on the couch and you really wanna grow your business and you're sitting there and you're like, all right, what? What do I watch tonight? It's well, yeah. click on. I need to learn about business. I need to learn about sales. I need to learn about yeah, nutrition. The drop tab, take you right yeah, there. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna do
1: sales today. I'm gonna sales yeah, mindset. Let's correct. Have a look at that.
2: It's not, not not necessarily expected, but you know, over the over the next couple of years, or years, over the next couple of months rather, um, I'll probably be developing when I say probably, I mean i already have developed sales mastery, which is a whole course where trainers can go through um, and teach them the exact how to sell. And I've developed marketing mastery as well, um, which trainers can go through and do the actual course and learn the actual whole system of that so sales mastery is available on personal mentoring.com and then I'm developing nutrition mastery which is the art of consultation um, and how to actually consult as a trainer and then we're going to be doing training mastery which will be more of a face-to-face there'll be some online like training mastery and sorry nutrition mastery and sales mastery nutrition mastery isn't developed yet but training mastery uh, sales mastery is so those two will be completely online training mastery there'll be a big component of that where we'll be Offline as well because you need to learn training and then there'll also be real rehabilitation. They've had a screen nice. assess yeah. um, interwoven to that as well. So yeah, big things happening and basically it's an all-in-one resource for trainers um, to basically whatever, wherever they're they're at to essentially help them out um, because I suppose I'm solving that void in myself of uh, you know when I was a trainer getting started back in two thousand and six you know I didn't have anyone. I made a lot of mistakes, mm. lost a lot of money, didn't earn a lot of money, and um, you know. I want to raise the standard of personal training worldwide. So this is what uh, I'm committed to. Awesome. Yeah. And, and
0: Adrian's is committed to. You're a mentor, so how was your experience of the website?
1: Yeah, brilliant. That's why I, you know it's what brought me here. I love everything he does. Like I said, we as soon as I walk in he hasn't got doors, Stockholm syndrome. A little bit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is good. I like Mark Otterbrecht. It is the right. I'll give it you some food right. tonight. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> no it's um you know like i said as soon as i walk in here it's like we're talking about it's like a spiritual thing this was the place i wanted to make my church this is the um you know yeah this is it like you said it's very thought out and everything he did he's um, very careful in everything he does and yeah, in terms of it's just perfect yeah. probably
2: the nicest thing you've ever said to me it's the only thing
1: that <laughs> nice that i'll ever <laughs> say to you
2: so. um final thoughts gentlemen have that on a tape recorder. Yeah, no, I it gonna It's <laughs> great.
1: <laughs> remember when you said that nice thing to me?
2: Do you remember? I've got it. Uh, final thoughts, gentlemen.
0: Final thoughts. Um, I guess, uh, what would DadBod
2: 3.0 look like? Me. No, no. Uh, 3.0. Adrian competing is DadBod 3.0. Mm, my next comment. DadBod
1: yeah, 3.0, 3.0 point then 4.0, then 3.5, 6, 0.0. Um, yeah, final thoughts. I think it's um, not being, um, your why being bigger than your excuses. Um, you know, if you want this, go after it, make it a priority, stop um, piss farting around.
2: Yeah, well, my final thoughts are everyone has the same amount of time. Yeah. Uh, we've all got 168 hours in a week. And I think you really quickly early in the piece, you should identify uh, yourself as you either have more time than money or money than time. And this is irregardless of how much money you have, it's you either have the money to say, uh, allocate to you know, a personal trainer, or you have mm. the money to allocate to food prep, or you have the time to do your own food prep, or you have mm. the time to, you know, um, write your own training program. So you need to choose which one it is for you. Are you are you less time, more money, or more time, less less money? Yeah. And once you make that choice, I think for me things start becoming uh, a lot clearer. Because mm. let's say you say, oh, I have, I have, I don't have the time, but I have mm. the money. Therefore, you have to make a choice that I'm going to invest in these things rather than spend the time doing it. And and you know, it simplifies- spend money on like Someone to do your meal prep C- for you. Correct, mm. because you take responsibility. Like this is the the realms of what I'm I'm working with. So I think that as a frame uh, of of making decision making can be very very mm. helpful for people. And then again, it just comes down to time allocation and and looking at your schedule, looking at your diary, booking in the non negotiables. If you're breaking those deals ask yourself why you're breaking those deals and it might mean that you need to have a buddy, a personal trainer to meet you at the gym at these particular times so you can stick to the things. Anyway, folks, I'm getting the signal. One last thing for me. So something I just thought of like
0: for me, if I don't book in time for me to train and I end up training more and more clients and not training myself, I end up being a worse coach because I've become very irritable. So that's just a thought that I just had then. Irritable like a bow. Like, yeah, like,
2: like IBS, Girl IBS, IBS yes, except your IPS, irritable person syndrome.
1: IPS, <laughs> yeah, irritable person syndrome. Uh, look if, it up, it's a thing, Google. If so, IBS was a person, it'd be Mark, a <laughs> <laughs> And
2: on that note, Thank you for watching the Wolf's Den.
1: Uh, this was Adrian's no nice first things. episode
2: and consequently last <laughs> episode on the Wolf's Den. No, but seriously folks, we hope you have enjoyed this episode uh, with Adrian, Reese and myself. Till next time folks, train hard, eat well and supplement smart.
1: Isn't it sleep smart? No,
2: no. that's Reese's. Okay. <laughs> to the song.